Hello, everyone, and welcome to Just Queen and Podcast. I am your host, Natalie Lewis. I'm an author, speaker, and breakthrough coach, and I am here every week with a special guest just to empower and motivate you to always wear your crown and be the queen that God has called you to be. I'm super excited for my special guest today. Today, we have Jonna B., who is my special guest. Hey, how you doing? Hey, Natalie. How you doing? Great. Well, thank you for coming on the show. I, I'm so excited to know more about you and what you do and get the listeners in. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and read your, your bio. So John B is a transformational speaker, boss cultivator, and the founder and CEO of Streamline Success International, a faith-based training and strategy consulting company. But most importantly, she is a wife, mother of three beautiful little ones, and a daughter of the king. She helps creative entrepreneurs and servant leaders create a clear strategy so that they can execute their vision with maximum impact and profit through workshops, online courses, and strategy sessions. So thanks again for coming on to the show. So I just want to get um, people to know a little bit more about you and what you do and what you like to do. So what are three things that you enjoy doing in your spare time? Okay, so spare time does not exist in my world right now. <laughs> like, that's like that unicorn that everybody yes. talks about, right? Especially for a mom, right? <laughs> but three things that I love, I love dancing. Like, love dancing. Um, wait till this COVID is over. It's about to be on and popping. Oh, you better get um, on and popping in your living room. <laughs> yes, true. Very true. Because there's been a lot of great DJs that you could just yes. pop on it. That is true. That is true. Um, I love spending time with my tribe especially like out in nature, but doing adventures or different things of, you know, just to spend quality time together. I grew up that way. So that's very important. And last thing that I would say I would love to do, I actually have quiet time to myself, which is extremely rare, but when I can, just to be able to, whether indulge in a movie or, you know, just relax. Yes. That self-care where it's just you and whatever it is that you love to do at that moment and just enjoy yourself. I can definitely relate to me, relate to, relate to that because that's me all day. <laughs> I love my space. I love my me time. I love just being able to um, just do whatever that makes you feel good at the moment. Yes. I'm learning how to incorporate that more in my life. It's, it's been challenging, especially because I have three young ones. Yeah. But I know, you know, I get it when I can, even if that means I'm in the bathroom longer. Listen. Right. <laughs> Okay, so anyone who's a mom, you know the bathroom is like this sacred, awesome, beautiful, amazing space where you can get your break and lock the door and have your your time. <laughs> right, and you just have to drown out the knocks on the door. Mommy, yes. or the fingers, the creepy fingers under the door. You know, if you could just block that out. Yes, like I don't see them. I don't good. see them. Right, right. I don't see these little fingers. <laughs> I so remember that. Oh my goodness, that is funny that you said that. I so remember. I used to just stand in the bathroom like I was wait right here, and I'm like, no, go away. <laughs> but kids are so awesome. They're they are, they are amazing, and watching them turn into turn into individual personalities has always been such a joy. And the journey is is everything. So yes. as far as what you do with everything that you have going on you know you're a mother you're a wife you are helping creatives create and get in line with their business you know what inspired you to get started with everything well 
As far as the business is something that I've always been passionate about. Entrepreneurship runs in our in our family. And I used to work at a marketing agency that was my, my brothers that we launched together. And for many, many years, I always did exactly what I'm doing now, but just never realized it. Yeah. But everything from mentoring to coaching to guiding people, working with the creatives that we had in-house, I just had a special place in my heart for them. I love, 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 love seeing people succeed and win and birth their vision. It just gives me like the absolute greatest joy. Because I, I know that you you're smile doing, on your face when you right, say Right, right, yes. I don't know why my face is hurting. Um, it, it is rare that you meet people who genuinely love doing it. And it's not about some ulterior motive, but just genuinely love to see you succeed and like cheering and rooting for you. So I've always been that way. Um, I'm a teacher at heart. Um, my background is elementary education. So I understand how people think and how to be able to take complex things and make it simple to communicate it in a way that you can understand is not overwhelming. And I have an MBA in business. So between that and working in an entrepreneurship environment for 20 plus years now, and just really growing from the person who was the, the gatekeeper to my last role working with the company, I worked in the COO with some CFO roles. So I've been able to touch and see and experience a business firsthand in so many ways. So for me, I realized that I was a yin to their yang as far as creatives because they are so creative and the geniuses and brilliant. But that admin structure side, they yeah. lack. And they, to some degree, they, they detest, right? So yeah. I said, this is a match made in heaven because I love that, but I loved your visions and being able to then take your idea and put a strategy behind it and a plan and then break it down where it's not overwhelming. So now you can yeah. go implement and you can maximize not just your impact, but also your profit and your brilliance. So that really became a, a sweet spot for me in helping to do strategy sessions and just ideation was always coming. So I've, I've been doing it unofficially for a minute. <laughs> well, now you're doing it officially. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's awesome. I love what you said that you, you realize, hey, I've kind of been doing this all the way all along. Because sometimes when God sets you, not sometimes, but all of the time, when he puts you on the path to purpose, you don't you may not understand why you're doing something at the time that you're doing it, but then when you look back, you're like, Wow, I now I know why I needed my MBA. Now I know why I needed to to gain all these other skills and things and and get this knowledge so that I can help really walk in the purpose that he created you for. So that's awesome. Yes. And then you're constantly evolving, right? Yes. So I'll be, oh, wait, see, I'm having one of those brain moments. Now I know I'm getting old. I'll be 42 this year. <laughs> and I can honestly say, Natalie, it wasn't probably until I was 35 that I really realized what I was called to do. Mm-hmm. And that was even beyond this. So this happened more so within the last, I would say, year before that it was I realized that okay you call me to be a speaker wait a minute I've done this this that everything that you've named he showed me that like you said I've already been preparing you and the reality is the father will leave clues for you if you look back and you just take a moment and I say if you really look back to who you were as a child it was already there. Just like he said in Jeremiah 29, he said, before I knew yes, yes. you, before you were formed in your mother's womb, I already created and put everything predestined in you. Yes. The provision, everything that's needed for the vision I have for you to birth. So if you take a moment to look back, who were you 
before the titles, mm. before the faulty negative beliefs that were planted in your life, whether from you or someone else, before other people's opinions started to taint you, before society tainted you. Who were you? And you'll start to see examples of what it's going to be. So for example, when I was a child, I used to always make things to do lists. Like as far as back as I can remember. Wow. Am I surprised that I'm a strategy person? Right. You know, project (laughs) management, these different things. It was in you. Exactly. Exactly. And again, he showed me throughout life, like I've been preparing you to speak. Remember when you did this? And I was like, wow, he's so phenomenal like that though. I mean, he will blow your mind because that's the same with me. Like I've always been one to have a mouth. Like I'm going to speak up. Like as a kid, my mom and my aunt said, I used to like walk around and just, even before I had formulated words and just like look at somebody dead in their eyes, say blah, 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 talk and then walk away. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, as a speaker, people say, you know, like, like she just comes and drops the jewels and then she just leaves you speechless and walks away. And I'm like, oh, I guess I've been doing it since I've been born. I was created for this. And that is right, so right. True. That's so true that everything that we do along the way, looking back, and I love that you said, look, who were you before? You know what I'm saying? Who were who you before the title? Who were you before you got the accolades and the degrees? Who were you so that you can really see? where you come from for one and mm-hmm. where you're going and how you've been on that journey. I always say, you know, purpose is a journey and it doesn't stop. It right? is. We always, you think you, you arrived and met one place and God's like, let me show you something else over here though. Well, I'm not done with you yet. Let me keep, let me, let me keep showing you some things. So on your journey, I'm pretty sure along the way though, that you had some things that kind of, came to try to distract you or came to try to discourage you. So talk about those moments where you were like, okay, I know what I'm called to do. You said you're about 35. You kind of got the idea of, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do. But were you, did you ever have those moments of, is this really what I'm supposed to do? Or, you know, I'm, I'm scared. Uh, I do. <laughs> absolutely. If you could see my face when you were just talking. <laughs> If you maybe you could feel it if you couldn't see it. Yes. Because uh, something you said was so powerful is the fact that a lot of times on this journey, I think we have. I well, let me speak for myself. I always had in my mind because this is the type for my A type personalities out there. Like I needed the plan and I needed to arrive right, and then once this is set, that's it. Like change and I don't love each other because it's set. <laughs> let's let's do this right. And he will, con- he constantly, I laugh about it now, but it wasn't funny then, constantly what I felt was a derailment was really a redirection. So sometimes he allows you to be on your path in order to lead you to a place, but then say, hey, okay, you thought that was the way. No, 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 that was, I just needed you to get that little bit. Yeah. Let's course direct for you to get to where you really need to go. And I, I call it uh, living life disrupted. Mm, yes and that's not always the easiest so there were times where it's like I felt at pivotal points in my life where yes I finally knew what I was doing how to articulate it and then something something would come and quote-unquote disrupt life yeah um and I would have to I would get discouraged I would feel like okay can I do this um am I good enough to do this am I worthy enough um you know can I really do what I say that I'm going to do for you or your business or your vision. Yeah. 
And part of that was being able to receive the healing that I didn't even know I needed. Mm. So if you meet me in person, I'm like you, I'm short in stature, but mighty in power, right? So (laughs) (laughs) I I need that chair to get the cereal from the top of the, you know, the cabinet. My daughter is nine and almost my height. So that tells you a lot right there. My 13-year-old is laughing at me because he's taller than me. I'm like, you know what? I know it's coming. I know it's coming. (laughs) So for me, it was like, okay, this life is being disrupted. I'm, I, I feel like, you know, this, when you meet me, or that's what I was saying. When you meet me, you see the confidence, you see this, yeah. what everybody else would say was boss, right? Yeah. But for me, I did not see them. I didn't see me that way. For the mm-hmm. longest time, um, I battled with low self-esteem. I battled with self-doubt, self-worth because of some things that happened in my childhood. So these seeds were planted at a young age that I had to eventually become healed from. Yes. But I didn't know that I needed even, you know, the healing. So in 2015, yes. my life shifted in a lot of ways. And I started to receive the healing from the father that I needed for areas that I thought was, you know, I didn't even know existed. Um, and he really started to deal with me with my mindset and these negative faulty beliefs that I had. And he started to teach me that, you know, these negative faulty beliefs are, are beliefs that we have created or have been, we've seen or experienced again and again that our brain tells us is normal yeah. to the point that your lie becomes your truth because you kept watering it. Oh, that part right there, my job. <laughs> The point where your lie becomes the truth because you kept watering it. Mm. And you cannot tell somebody, even if you know what they are believing is a lie, you can't shift their mind nope. until they come to realize that that is not a truth. That is and that truth. comes through exposure. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So for me, he started to expose me to myself because I'm, I'm such a people person. I never took the time to really say, well, who am I? Yeah. You know, who is this Jana B? Who am I without the titles and and everything? And just looking at my life and saying, okay, well, Father, can I really do what I say that I can do? I know you call me to these things. I I know the prophecies over my life. I know the lineage that I come from. Right. But when the first time I heard Boss Culture, I was like, you don't see my marriage? Like, you don't see my house? You don't see my children? Like, for real, for real? And I remember clear as day, Natalie, he was like, I'm not calling you. And that's what I love about the father. Yes. He said, I'm not calling you for where you are. Hallelujah. Yes, <laughs> I'm calling you to where you are. You about to make me scream. you are going <laughs> and who you truly are destined to be. And he said, you're going to be able to help other women realize that, you know, it's not about the boss on the outside. It's the boss on the inside. Yes. And he always speaks to me in acronyms. So boss stands for believe, own, see, and seize. Love it. So when he called me to be that boss cultivator, is being able to help other women cultivate them on the inside to believe, own, see, and seize their unique potential as a creative and being able to then make that impact because it's not just about money. That's the result. But the life changing that you're going to do is what is um, what's most important. And even in the Bible, if you look, everybody he called always came with the reason why they shouldn't be called and always doubted. Right? Well, look at Moses. He's like, I listen. Mean, Mo- I mean, you name it. The, everyone. Moses was like, now nah, I'm good. I don't want this. You could, God, me? What? Abraham what? was like, look, I got this brother named Aaron. You know right. what I'm saying? 
They, and it's funny when you think about it. They all try to pass it off to somebody. Because like, they I don't feel want worthy enough for the yes. calling. Yes. And, but those are the ones I think he loves to use because they're so relatable. Yes. And I love the fact that you said, you know, there was some stuff in me that I didn't even see. And a lot of times we get so lost in, oh my God, I, I'm an author. I, I accomplished that. I'm an Amazon bestseller. I accomplished that. I'm speaking on space stages. Woohoo! I accomplished that. And mm-hmm. then like, uh, but who am who am I really? I don't, I don't, I don't know. And God has, I I, I truly believe on everybody's entrepreneurship journey, God has it's to different. sit us down for a moment and say, hey. Now you out here teaching, speaking, preaching. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to apply this to your own life first, <laughs> because yes. it's so easy to get caught up in the glamorous look of it all. You know, everybody's on social media doing great things, but people don't understand the process. There is a whole mm. process to get to the promise. There is a whole process, and you can't skip the process trying to get I to the because if, you know listen you'll be out there in the <laughs> desert like i need some water jesus where you at I need right, you. I'm, I'm thirsty <laughs> i'm thirsty and it's, it's the fush i think the frustration more so natalie comes in is like for example when you understand your greatness or you've gotten a glimpse of where you're going you yes. know what you, your call right so mm-hmm. that calling is in you and is yearning to be out yes who got time for a process to get there? Like, let's just get this done. Like, <laughs> God, can I wake up tomorrow and, and I have these clients? Can I wake up tomorrow and I got and I'm booked until next year? Like, can I can I do this, please? And if some people you you know, that's why I always say, you know, it's not wise to compare because you'll look at someone else's journey, like, well, what how is it looks so easy? But you never see the behind the scenes. And I always say, people who, you know, when God called you, he called you. It's gonna happen. We have to trust yes. and know in his timing that it's going to happen, period. There, what he showed you is not fake. It is very real. And I love how you use Jeremiah 29 11, which is one of my favorite verses, because he, he says he prepared, meaning it's already done. You just got to walk into it. But that's, that's uh, two things on that. It's, it's trusting him, right? Yeah. And he had to show me that I didn't trust him as much as I thought I did. Yeah. Like my relationship lately has been changing with him quite often is because, well, why don't I really trust you like that? Yes. Uh, because of disappointment, because of different things that he allowed to happen where I had to look and say, okay, well, well maybe I won't dream that big anymore. Or maybe I won't be just in case that ain't your will. Right. right? Maybe it's your will that I suffer right now. So if I don't get my hopes up, then I won't be disappointed. Yep. And I realized it was more so of a guard of me putting up and it really diminished me in the sense of, okay, dreaming and trusting. And the other thing sometimes that we don't realize too, and he showed this with my first daughter, it took nine years to get her, um, was the fact that we pray for the blessing, right? So as we were talking about, um, we what just we don't want to go through the process we just want the blessing yeah. part you know where i think and i'm speaking for oneself more so but i really feel like we fail where is we don't pray for the the strength yeah. of the weight of the responsibility yeah. of the yeah. blessing i can so agree i agree we just want it like that's yeah it. and we, we okay. want it without even praying for the process of the strength to endure it the strength mm. to handle it properly you yes. know if god 
I always ask people like, if God gave you everything you wanted tomorrow, could you really, could you really, really handle that? Or are you, are you, really, are really you set up for it? Are your yeah. systems in place? Like, yes. yeah, because I'm practically business wise. There's so many oh, people yes. who have gone viral, and it's like, oh, I got not, you know, all eyes on me, and I gotta prepare. You gotta prepare beforehand. If God showed you somebody buying. 10,000 copies of your book, you need to make sure that you, you got that on hand. So, so right. yeah, I so agree with that, that we don't, we don't, we just go through it without seeking the counsel of God, without mm-hmm. praying. We, we just, okay, well, maybe, maybe this, and maybe this, or we just take whatever we think we should go on. But what I'm, what I've learned is, you know, <laughs> prayer is key, not just for your life, but also for your business, because yes. there are strategies that some people can't give you. There are strategies Mm -hmm. that are only going to come from God. And there are strategies that he gives people to get to you, but you got to be in proper position to receive it. And you got to be able to know that who, whatever is given to you, that you have to learn how to apply it too. Cause a lot of people, and I'm guilty. I'm, I was guilty. I'm gonna change that. A lot of people, (laughs) you know, we get the information, but then when it comes down to applying, it's like, I don't know though. Like I know what to do because you told me, but sh- for real, like should I do that? And I think that that's part of the fear thing and the, mm-hmm. the, the worthiness because it's like, you sure I can do that? You sure? <laughs> and it's that it's that fear of failure, fear of success. Yes. And, and I battled with that for so long um, as well. And is and I'm using past tense, not to say that it doesn't still exist. Yes. But I do understand that words are powerful and yes. he is working me through. So this was one of the things I had a revelation about, uh, I think it was last year. I don't know. What year are we in? Like all these days. <laughs> right. I don't even know what day it is. What day is it? Right. 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 <laughs> Where am I? Um, that, you know, when I, cause I used to have a radio show uh, many moons ago. And I remember I would, looking back it was hilarious but I felt like every time I got on the radio I would who I served and what I did would it changed in some aspect right Mm -hmm. and I was like people must think I'm psychopathic like I just got this split personality because I don't know who I am what I do and I remember reading an article and it was talking about you know if your brand is not evolving and you're you're not changing this something is wrong yeah and I realized that over time the more and more you get to really get down to the authentic you and who you are you're constantly going to be changing until you settle on that. Now, yeah. I still empower, inspire, and educate all day long, no matter what method or vehicle that I do it in. That is the core pillars of who I am and what my business and foundation is on. But who I served, how I served them, you know, that would change throughout, throughout time. So it was one of those things where it was like, okay, he's constantly showing me me. He's constantly showing me the areas that I have to work on and the things that I need to do. And the more and more I'm able to apply it, like we just talked about, then the more I am able to see, okay, well, I thought, you know, I was weak in that area, but really I'm strong. I just didn't trust myself. Yeah. Or, you know, I'm doing a, you know, strategy session. It's like, okay, father, I need to really hear from you. You know, this fear is trying to creep up but I know that you call me to do this. So I'm just going to work through it. I'm just going to push past and push through the fear to be able to fully become who you've called me to be. Yes. I love the fact that she said, just push through that fear because it still comes up, you know, yes. I, I speak and sometimes I still get a little nervous between before I got to speak. Like, <laughs> and I had to tell, you know, that like, shut up, shut up, shut up. You got this. You can, go. <laughs> you can do this. I tell my, I'm like, talk, I look crazy. Like I'm talking to myself, like, girl, you got this. You good. I've got this. I can talk to myself. And people are, are 
probably looking at me like this girl is crazy but you know you have to cast down those thoughts that are not like God's. yes and you have to consistently do that on this walk because like you said you that fear it's almost mm-hmm. like the enemy knows what you're about to become and and no matter what he's just gonna keep throwing suggestions and throwing stuff your way to try to derail you and get you off of purpose and off of where god has has you going and i love the fact that god is so awesome that if we pay attention we can actually see like the little schemes and devices that he tries to use and we can really overcome them so you know overcoming yourself overcoming the fear overcoming um not feeling worthy enough for the calling when you finally had that moment of i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna keep and i don't care what try to come up against me you know when you had that moment um what was that moment like for you that's a great question um i think I'm, I'm trying to remember more so when that was that was probably at least two years ago where i just i just was tired of not being what everybody else could see. Yeah. You know, of, of the seeing myself the way that Yahweh sees us through his eyes. Yes. And that was probably about two years ago. I was like, I'm just, I'm in. So again, 35 and then the speaking and kind of going through it and, and doing some things and figuring out what I'm doing. Um, my children were young and just really saying, okay, I'm going all in it was probably, yeah, two years ago, 20, no, it would be 2018. No, three years ago, because I started doing 2017, fall of 2017. I think it really shifted when I did my first event, which called, which was called the Oasis Experience. The Oasis Experience was this wonderful opportunity for servant leaders to come to to be refreshed and revitalized on their journey. Because so many times we're pouring out, but it's like, who's covering you and pouring yeah. that into you? So you would come, and it was business and teaching, because I love teaching again, um, on the first half and then the second half was a worship experience so you would bring your books or your plans put it on an altar we're praying over that and i just allowed the father to use me how he saw fit mm-hmm. now so in november which was the first one no ticket sales like nothing and the person i was working with was like well do you want to cancel and i did and then the other part of me was like no i've talked so long about doing my own event i'm going to do it i don't care who's there i'm just <laughs> going to do it and somebody bought a ticket, but they didn't even show up. But you know what? It was for those that were there. Yes. The staff, those that volunteered, the whole night, and allowed me to see what it would be like and how I could do this. And from that day forward, I just kept going. So I had another one in January, then I had another one, not January, February, then I had another one towards June. And it was one of those things where it was like every time it just got better and better. Because I was consistent. He said, I just wanted to see what you were going to do. Were you going to be faithful yes. to that cameraman whose life needed to be impacted and changed? Yes. Who now listens to gospel music or listens to at least that song or thinks about me differently where he might not have had that level of relationship with me. But because yes. of that encounter. Yes. And sometimes we're looking for these big numbers and I'm starting to realize this, that's what we've been taught and conditioned. Like yes. the bigger the numbers, the more success, right? And that oh, is so far from the truth. Right. So far from the truth. 
when you think about, you know, when you think about Yastra, he had 12. And he that, changed the whole world it. with 12. And that's it. You know what I mean? And it was like, it wasn't this big. I think, I don't know if it's social media or I don't know what it yeah. is about the whole needing the 10,000 and all of that. I I really don't understand. And, I, and I've been, I get it to a certain extent of, okay, you're visible or people can see mm-hmm. you. But as far as your gift, that doesn't mean your gift is small just because you got 500 followers or 200 to 300. And I feel like a lot of times, especially in the speaking world, um, mm-hmm. great people get overlooked and not chosen, so to speak, all because they don't have those little formalities. But I like to listen to people. I like to hear, you know, people who who are raw, real, authentic, and you know they're going to come with the real. You know what I mean? Like, Right, right. That is a lot of times sometimes what's missing. And I always tell people who say, hey, I want to be a speaker. Where did you start? I'm like, just open your mouth and and speak. Start there. (laughs) Don't make it difficult. If God God have called you to it, he will open up doors. Like I became an international speaker with no website. Mm. And I'm like, when, when that happened, that was my moment of, oh, yeah, you really called me to do this because this don't even make sense. It's people that have been speaking for years and don't even do this. Like, this don't even but make he sense. Doesn't, he doesn't make sense. And I think that sometimes I think the releasing and letting go yeah. is some of the hardest things to do where it's like, okay, Father, this really is your vision. I'm sorry I hijacked it, right? right. I thought I could, you know, I could do it. Like, you gave it to me. I'm good now. Deuces. No. We're like, my bad. I'm sorry. Right, right. Let me, let me go to get his back. Because uh, I, I keep screwing it up and you keep having to bring me back to know there's something I'm trying to show you. Yeah. So even in my walk now as an entrepreneur, as a mom, and it's like, okay, I'm trying to show you something. And it's being more in tune to the spirit. It's being more open yeah. to his voice and his way and being okay. And I'm not saying it's the easiest, and I'm speaking no. for oneself, Mm-mm. of releasing of what you thought it was yes. going to be like, right? Yeah. And the ideation behind it. So for example, when um the last Oasis event, I heard the Holy Spirit say, this your last one. I was like, excuse me? I had a little <laughs> attitude with it. Like, we finally got the numbers. People are finally coming. Like, and it wasn't people, a large people number. People are clear, people. Clear. Right. But I didn't know I was pregnant. Oh, wow. I didn't know. And so, mind you, my daughter was eight. My son is seven. And I'm about to be 40. And you telling me I'm what? Right. So it, it took a minute to digest that because again, I felt like my my life had become um, disrupted again. And I'm starting to learn that, you know, what I feel is disruption is such the wrong way of looking at it because yeah. she was the blessing that I didn't know that we all needed. It's the purpose behind it. Yes. And it doesn't and make sense at first. Like, wait, is no. what's happening? Like, why is this? I can so relate to that. And I know listeners can relate to that too. And, and she has been such a joy. Like, I, I always wonder what it would be like to be a stay-at-home mom. Well, I have learned what that is. Like, that's all mama. Right. Because you know, after, after three months, I was going back to work. So, you know how that scripture, there are, there are, um, I may not know where every scripture is in the sense of, like, the verse and the text. Yeah, I'm as, You know, where it is. <laughs> but I know the story and the deep, like, I can tell you. that Don't don't mess with me with my story. Now. I can tell right. you my story of who is what, right? So I really, and the one thing I have learned is that you can read the word and you can live the word. And those are two different yes. things. So recently, the, the one that I have lived is that how he says that he would give you back what the canker worm have eaten up. Yes. Right? I didn't, I didn't realize of why this was such a blessing until the perspective changed. And I'll, I'll, I'll give you an example. I was working on a project. I went on maternity leave. The client 
did some shady stuff and mm-hmm. this was with my brother's company and stopped the contract like we're in legal wow. stuff now that put us out i'm being i'm i'm always honest and vulnerable and open unashamed that put us out 20k wow so here i am about to deliver this baby Listen. and you tell me what just happened Listen. so i was angry for months because it was like how are we going to eat how are we going to do these things you yeah. know and and the father always provided right now here was the when i changed my perspective and when he showed me he said i'm giving you back what you have lost and i was like mm. what do you mean he said think about it every time you went back to work it was three months or let's say even six like with each child i got longer yeah. i never saw them do the things i've been able to see with this child uh, yeah because the moments you missed the moments yeah, so nobody this time had to show me my daughter through a camera take her mm, first steps. Yeah. I was present. I was there. And because of that, it's like, Father, I needed this. I didn't realize, but I did. We created, my husband and I created a program. We went to my daughter's school, my son's school, and we were teaching second graders youth entrepreneurship uh, and had them create a product in the whole night. I couldn't have done that if I was working. Yeah, no, not at all. You'd have been restricted. And, and my and she was strapped on us. The baby was strapped on us, and we were going hard on it, right? That is and, awesome. And, and it was such a joy. And I think the biggest joy was when my son said, "We." I forgot where we were, and he, he was talking to some stranger. He's like, "My mom's an entrepreneur." And yes. the smile that came across his face. Yes. And I think he he knew it, but he's never said it yeah. because he experienced something different. So he, they see my highs, they see my lows, they see me work late, they see me stay up all night, they see me get frustrated, they've seen, they seen it. They never see me work a regular nine to five. Right. So my daughter wants to be an entrepreneur, and my son's still figuring it out. But the joy of saying, "Okay, I'm in, I'm going in," it's not perfect. Yeah. There are definitely stressful moments. There are moments of doubt and insecurity. But Father, I know you have called me to this. Yes. I know that you're a father that does not lie. That means that you've got to fulfill this. And this is just part of the process where I can then be relatable to those that I'm called to serve to say, hey, I know what it's like being at a business and you're trying to figure out how to yeah. keep the lights on and talking to Georgia Power outside who's about to cut it off. Listen. Because clients don't want to pay. Like, I know what that is like where I could speak in a way that you understand and help prepare you for what's about to come. Mm. Because with that promise is going to come that push. The push forward and the push against, right? It's a constant. You got me over here like, hands up. I'm I'm, I'm acting like I'm in church over here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Oh my gosh. But are you resilient enough to stay? And yeah. that's where a lot of people feel like when it don't go right, I'm out. But are you resilient enough that when the money's no longer there and you got people yeah. working with you, how do you still inspire them? How do you yeah. deal with that? How do you pivot in your purpose when things are changing? Ooh. And how do you stay relevant? How do you stay connected to him and still bring the vision? Be like, is this what you still want me to work on? Yeah. Like I, I, you know, I was attached to it. But I got to release it because you want me to do something else. Yes. And again, I say that entrepreneurship is not for the faint of heart because it's not. And it's, it's a level. You don't have the, the willpower to sustain, to, like you said, be resilient, to keep going when it doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up. This might not be the journey for you. This might not. No. Because <laughs> you're going to crumble and it's not going to work. <laughs> yes. Yes, and forgive me for talking so much. Like oh, when I get no, excited, not at all. Just, I am. <laughs> this is awesome because so many people struggle with that. This, this, I can be truthful too. I had a moment 
last year, you know, I, I started caregiving for my mother. So mm. I stopped everything in business. When I say mm. everything, I mean everything. No, I had to cancel speaking engagements. And I felt so bad because I'm like, oh my God, God, these people got me on flyers. Like, what am I, you know, I felt horrible because when I say I'm going to do something, I do it and I commit to that thing hard. But right. I, my spirit wasn't right to be trying to travel and she's in and out the hospital. And I was like, I'm sorry, y'all. I just, I can't, I can't. And the doctors had gave her six months or less to live. Mm. And I'm just like, well, that's a whole lie. And I'm trying to push through, trying to make it through. But I'm like, you know what? I needed that pause. One, yes. like you said, you know, during that time, God revealed some things to you about you. And it's the same thing with that. God revealed some things to, to me about me. Like, you a lot stronger than, than what you think. Because I look back now and I can't tell you how I did that for the last year. I can't tell you. I can't tell you how I, well, at least I can tell you because I know it's just the power of God. But in my own strength, I, I right. never caregive what? Healthcare what? I'm changing wounds. I'm doing all this other stuff. So like, what? Like, what you mean? That's not my ministry. Um, I, you know, <laughs> so, I'll, what class was that at high school? Listen, what, what, where was that? I always be like, oh, you'll make a great nurse because your personality. And I'm like, no, I won't. That's not my ministry. I can, I can probably check people in. That's about as far as I'm going when it comes down to healthcare. So it was like, God, la it was, I felt like God was like, huh, that's funny. I got something for you. Let me show you what you, what you about to be doing. <laughs> like, so, so I had to pivot, like you said, and, and get in my mind, like, look, we gonna, I'm going to keep going. And, you know, one of the things that pushed, gave me that push not to quit on the business was my mom was like, oh, don't let me stop you. You better keep doing what you've been doing. And I'm like, you know what? All right. That was my marching orders. Let me let me get up, back out <laughs> put my crown back on, and let me keep walking. Let me keep moving forward because so many people, and you said earlier, um, you know, so many people, life happens, and then it's like you lose the motivation. You lose the spark. Mm -hmm. You lose once, what was once there, and it's so easy to do that. It is so easy. To yes. Do that. So in those moments where you're feeling like, okay, this is a, this is a moment, how do you help? others as you know as you're helping entrepreneurs how do you help them push through those moments where the creative feel like i'm not creative right now or, i can't i can't do it right now or i don't know what to say right now <laughs> you know how do you help them get through that process because it's a process it, it is and i think part of it is um through conversation yeah to be honest and yeah. the more we converse with one another because see i'm the type of person where I love and I love hard. Yeah. Like you're going to feel the love. You're going to feel the love when you come into my presence. Right. So when I'm working with you, you're not just a client where it's like, Oh, you a paycheck, you a number. Like I'm genuinely yeah. like, Oh, how's so-and-so doing? How is this going? Like I've always been that way. So through just conversation, first of all, I pray with them uh, through the conversation, understanding where you are and they're really helping you dispel that. Because a lot of times the things, again, it goes back. We tell ourselves something that is not the truth that we water. Yeah. But the moment you are able to see that and then understanding, okay, how much to push, how much not to push, then they're able to push past it. And sometimes it's just the fact of being like, are you okay? Yeah. No, nah, I'm not. Okay, well, let's talk about that. <laughs> we ain't got to talk about this business. Let's talk about that. Because if you're not good, then your business ain't going to be good. Say that, say that, say that one more game for the people on the, to, that's listening. On the backside. <laughs> in the balcony, <laughs> in the overflow room. Say that one more time. <laughs> mic test, mic test. 
if you are not good, your business won't be good because it yes. will come out. And that is something that I preach, teach, like, look, you got to get your self-care. You can't pour from an empty cup. And though last year I was kind of tripping about it, like, I got to take this break and I don't want to. But it was like, I had to be refilled. I realized <laughs> that I was a person giving, 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 encouraging, encouraging, encouraging. And then I'm like, hey, y'all, I need some. Where y'all at? Hey, everybody. They but you know how many, how many servant leaders go through that? I think a lot. I, I, I really think a lot. And a lot of them are suffering in silence. Yes. So scared to be, to take off that mask. I always say, you know, mm -hmm. you can wear a counterfeit crown. It's shining. It look nice, but mm. it ain't real. And mm. my desire is for no woman to, no woman to do that because I, I did it and it didn't feel good. And you feel like you're suffering. You feel like you can't talk to no one because, of course, you want to be the strong, empowering person that you are, right? Like, like you can't have off days, bad days. And what I'm learning, and even now, just coming back to business after caregiving for my mother, who is still here, by the way, and in great health. Um, yes. Won't he do it? Look at God. Um, so <laughs> to, to come back from that and to keep going and to know that, that was needed. The rest is needed. I think sometimes we get lost in the go, 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 push through, push through, go, go, go. But we don't look at how beautiful a pause can be. Yes. Um, and like you said, you know, releasing that thing and, and releasing whatever it is, taking that moment to just not, not to quit, but taking that time to yourself to pause, to gather yourself so that you can move forward and even serve your clients and serve the people that's following you even better. Yes. And it's, it's again, being, when you're flexible and fluid with the spirit, it makes a difference. I'll give you an example. One of my good friends, um, Anika, love her to life. She had been asked me to do a prayer call for God, three years now. Right. And I was like, I ain't doing no prayer call. Like, but see, that was a little me. Like who would listen to me? Like why yes. would Yahweh use me in that manner? Like just all these things. Right. So one day I was like, finally, I was like, okay. She was like, we could just start off with just a few of us. You don't have to. Because she's seen the impact I've had on her life yeah. for years now, right? And so she was like, um, I finally, I was like, okay, fine, I'll, I'll do it. Let's just do it, right? And I, I think part of it was that I didn't want to say yes and not be able to commit to showing up and doing it. But see, that's a trick right there because it's a self-sabotage. Yes. Because if I have to really clearly define who I serve and show up for them, that means I have to serve them. And then the fear of failure comes in and what if I don't do a good job and they don't succeed? That is so real. So let me just not show up. Yeah. Then we ain't got no problem, right? And I said, yes. Yeah. So I took the Oasis experience. I pivoted and took it online as a Facebook group where every Monday I, I, I'm praying with them. We're having worship and meditation. And people are showing up and it's necessary and is, and is needed. And they're saying that, like, you are really helping me during this time or whatever the case would be. So it's, it's been amazing to watch how he is transitioning me, how he is using me. And I know he's going to use me in a mighty way. I just have to be more patient yeah. of the process of, of getting there. And, you know, as we get older, we feel like it's this imaginary cutoff line. Like, right. oh, Lord, if you reach 45, that's just it. You can't do Listen, that. I was panicking at 30. Like, it don't look like what it's supposed to be. Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, no. God was like, you're, you're, you are on the right path. Just keep going. Like, you're on the right, right path. Keep going. 
and that's class. i love how you said class. you know you you in your mind you're like it's supposed to look like this and guys like no it's not and we get so caught up in i'm gonna have my moment and it's gonna be big the other thing that paused that i had to take taught me was you are already big because mm. sometimes we be thinking because, like you said earlier we don't have the followers and but i don't i'm not making the 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 amount that they say boss is supposed to make it i'm not you know i'm not a I don't have the the large social media following and I don't have this. And we look at what we don't have that we don't look at the impact that we are making. Perfect. Yes. So I wrote a blog last week and I just shared my story on, you know, being a single woman and not settling. And the comments I got from that one blog, I was like, wow, I didn't even know that it was that deep. But apparently it was because I helped some people. <laughs> One girl was like, I'm reading this and I and I have tears. Like you you brought me to tears. And I'm like, wow. So we sometimes we we don't think about just the impact that in itself makes. That we can yes. help someone's mind shift and go in a new direction direction just because they're watching us, just because they see us living in our purpose out loud, even though you know behind the scenes we may be scared or we may not know or we may have those moments, but we still decide to move forward. So, you know, the journey never stops, but it's just mm -hmm. amazing that on the journey, you get to see, or you get to come in contact with other people who are truly inspired, just like your friend who asked you to do the prayer call. Um, you know, you have to, those relationships you have to, you have to keep and, and cultivate and love those relationships because you never know how God is gonna use you in those situations. Listen, and every time, speaking about the fear and exactly about what you're saying, the radio sh show came up because of an opportunity that presented itself where I was terrified, but I said yes and did it anyway. And the result of that was a radio show that I did for six months. Wow. Then an opportunity came up from another connection to write for the Atlanta Voice, which is a, a local newspaper here in Georgia. And I did that for six months. Let me show you, see, I think to your point, we, we look for those things because we're conditioned to look for those things. We're yeah. really, he's shifting my mind to what is the legacy and the impact? Because yes. that's all that matters at the end of the day was yes. did you touch the lives I told you. Yes. And I remember somebody posted on social media was like, oh my gosh, I just read your article. Now this article was probably from a year ago or maybe. Just and she said, it is just what I needed to read today yes. and it I really filled my soul. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, oh wow, and that, that was so long ago. But what we do right now isn't always for now, but it's yes. for what is going to serve its purpose at its yes. exact timing. But we got to trust him in that timing and, yes. and being able to lean on him, even if we're having a valley experience, even if we're going through eviction, even if we're going through, okay, Father, where am I going to eat? Where's the food coming from? Even yes. Listen, when, when, <laughs> we don't even have time for me to really get into some of my stories. But let me tell you this. I'll put it this way. I have come to learn. Remember how I said that is one thing to read the words, another thing to live it. Yes, yes, yes. I have lived and come to learn what it means that he is your provider. Amen. 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 Where you, where Amen. you really have to lean, right? So you got your type, type A personality who always have the answers to going to uh, my answers always, I don't know. Yeah. You know how frustrating that you is? You know how drastic that is? It's almost traumatizing. It is. Because you're like, oh my God, I really don't know. Looking at your bank account, like, I really don't know how stuff is going to get paid. I really don't know how I'm going to put food on the table. It's like, 
you don't know. And then God comes through and you're like, are you serious? Like, <laughs> you're like, wow, God, really? Like, really? Just, just like that. Just like Before that. Before the time, at the cutoff, after the cutoff, like, you know, he'll do it. And it's like, do you trust him even when the lights got cut off? Do you trust him that he'll make yes. a way, whether through favor yes. or through the funds for it to come back on? Listen, there was you know, time it, I went to go pay a bill and it's a zero balance. And I'm like, what the world? I know I didn't pay this. I know I didn't do this. Where? How? And it's God. I ain't gonna argue with you if it's a mistake. Listen, I'd be like, well, I'll see y'all next month. <laughs> All righty. Thank you, Lord. When do you do it? And that has happened to me multiple times. Or even just within the last two weeks. And I don't even know how that happened, you know, with this whole... COVID-19 and hours reduced and all this stuff. And, you know, it's just, it's every, nobody's ever been through a pandemic. No one. Right. So I tell people like, Hey, be a little bit more sincere. Cause you don't know what people are going through and you don't know where stuff is coming from or what's happening. And I made a post and shortly I'm thinking the girl about to buy a book or something. She's like, Oh, um, what's your cash app? And I'm like, that was just, I thought it was weird that she asked me for it, but I just went ahead and gave it to her. And then she sent me some money. And I'm like, you, sh uh, why? And she's like, this guy, this guy. And I didn't know at the time I was like, that's crazy. I don't even talk to her. Like, I don't know her, but God will use, you know, whoever. people. God will use whoever and send people to do for you what you can't do for yourself. That's why Listen. the whole trusting him part and knowing oh, that he's oh. a provider and he's going to make a way that has to be like embedded in your heart. And you, yes. And he'll give you experiences. Yeah. I apologize. Go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. He'll give you experiences again and again yeah. until you learn that lesson. Yep. And I'm reminded of when the prophet was in the Valley, like, he, there was a drought, but he ain't go thirsty, nor did he go hungry because nope. he used ravens to feed him and bring him food and water every day. Every day. And I think sometimes we, we, and I, most recently I would say, cause I got saved when I was, I got saved when I was in high school, but when I really understood what was happening and I really yeah. committed, I was, yeah. I was in college. Right. And for this walk for me, I feel like in my, these years, I'm really walking my life out with yeah. him. Yeah. And when I started to realize that, you know, we don't think the Bible exists today. Yeah. Like it's almost like those who read about Dr. King now is like, oh, Dr. King was this guy versus those who walk with him and got beat with him. Yeah. It's a whole nother a whole experience. experience. Yeah. So so we read the word and be like, oh, that won't happen now. Why won't we have a, a, a drought experience where it's like you feel dry? Yeah. Like he ain't nowhere around and you gotta wait on him to provide everything. Or that he won't use the crazy scavengers to feed and water your life. Yeah. Yeah. The Bible is real. It's so mind blowing. It is. It, you'll be like, wow. Like, and it's funny because, you know, if you grew up in a church like me, like I've been saved since I was seven and I grew up in church. Like my dad wasn't, he was serious. Like y'all gonna go to church. So, so it was, when you hear it, like, you know, just trust God and God's a provider and he's a healer. And he's, when you hear it, it's one thing, but when you see it and it have that experience in your own life, changes mm -hmm. the whole game. It does. And it makes the word become alive. Yeah. Like you think that he won't call you to an Abraham experience yeah. to get you and remove you from everybody and put you on the backside somewhere. You got to get you out the way. That's the thing. God has to get us what we want, our desire, our will, 
our plans out the way so that he can work his plans, show us his will, show us his desire. And I truly think when we get to that point, that is when our businesses and our purpose can really flourish because now yes. we're actually in, a, we're in the same, we're, we're in the position and in the place that he has called us to be versus running for from a, whatever it is and trying to still figure it out and puzzle the pieces together. I feel like that's when everything comes together, where the right people come in together, where the right team comes together, where the right, you know, the people that support you, the, the, every, the, the systems, you find the right person to work with, the right coach to work with. And it just works. And I think that's so awesome. He's so awesome like that. So we have to trust him, like you said, in, in all things and know that he's going to provide for everything we need. Provide for what yes. we need for each day at that. Yes, that daily bread. Yes. Right. That, that is such a beautiful thing. So as you've been going through this and you've been, now you're walking with God. <laughs> now you're in <laughs> tune. Now you, you know, you're helping others do the same thing. What would you say to the woman that's listening? Like, oh my gosh, she's talking to me, but I'm, I just don't know what to do and where to start. I, and it was so funny. My husband and I just had this conversation this, <laughs> this, this morning. Um, I think the biggest thing to do is, is I always love to start with a brain dump because yeah. just because ideas and things come to us doesn't mean there's always for us in this season. Or it could be an idea he gives to you for your client or for someone else. Yeah. So first things first, let me rephrase that. Sit with him and say, what is the vision you have for me? Mm. And write it down. Write that vision, make it plain. And I realized I had a revelation about that. He said, write the vision, make it plain so those that read it can run with it. What makes you think it's somebody else versus you that's the one that should be reading it first? Say that again. So that you can run with it and now you can delegate because you understand your own vision. And then he showed me, he said, I'm the one that helps you to write that vision. Yeah. To make it plain. So when you read it, you can run with it. Yeah. So being able to now say, okay, Father, what is the vision that you have? What does this look like? And just get the ideas out. That would be step one. Once you get it out, now I love to put things into phases. So looking at, well, what can I do right now? What is something that may be two years from now or three years from now? Okay. Yes. If it's in phase two or three, you're not even touching that right now, but you wrote it down and you got it out, which is vitally important, especially for creatives, because so many ideas come to us. So just yes. get it out, talk it out, draw it out, whatever, just get it out. For things that land in phase one are things that you could do in the next three to 12 months. And you just prioritize. Once you prioritize, you start with those three, you really start to create those those goals and those action items and you're looking at, okay, well, this is where I am. This is where I need to be. What's the gap? Yeah. What's missing? What do I need to do? Or who needs to help me? What do I need to do by when? And the, if you live life in quarters and you start to break it down and like, okay, these three months I'm focused on this, it makes it that much easier. Yeah, that makes sense. Another thing I've learned is that if you try to do more than, if you try to have more than three goals that you're working on, this could be the day you won't accomplish it. We've been conditioned to think that doing more and being, uh, and I'm a victim of this, a multitasker is an honor. Yes. <laughs> but the reality is you want to get less done. Yeah, you are. I you was, are. Versus if you just focus on these two or three things and you say, okay, this is for the next hour and a half. I'm just focused on these two things. That's it. You'll feel more fulfilled and accomplished because you actually got it done. Yeah. And when the timer goes off, 
take a 15, five minute break, whatever, to transition, dance, whatever, to transition then to the next thing that you're going to do that you might need to focus on. And for creatives, if you set your day up like that, then you're living your life in rotation and then you are giving 100% of your energy, efforts, focus, and everything to what you're looking at right then and there. And you're not focusing on all these things where we have that squirrel mentality going on. Ooh, it's yeah. shiny. You know, yeah. now I'm a shiny here. object. Like, ooh, that's right. pretty. Not right. what you came in the store for. Keep going. No. Like, <laughs> no. Not at all. Tarjay, how did I get $5,000 worth of stuff? That's and I, just sections, I just speed past it. I don't even go through it no more. I'm like, I'm not even going to look over there. That's the I'm best section, though. Walking over there. And it's going to be a whole problem if I do. So I'm just going to keep walking straight. Right. <laughs> Them dollar items. Next thing you know, you got 50 of them. That's how God wants us to be with our purpose. Don't look yes. over there. Keep, I didn't tell you to go that way. I told you to go that way. Keep going. That, the more that, that you put, you. <laughs> it's going to side, it's going to sideline you. It's going to put you back. Yeah. And the more that you're able to gain that clarity to say, okay, father, I'm, I'm, um, you could trust me enough to record it. Yeah, You could trust me enough to say, where do you want me to start? And really go hard on that. And know that these other things will come into place later. That idea yes. can come into place later. Or you can see the overall vision of how that connects across all the brands yes. that you may have. Oh, right? So awesome. Under, under oh. this one umbrella. Yes. That is so awesome. And, and so for those of you listening, if you're creative like me, and what she's saying is so true because I have journals that I have had for years. And I have been going back, looking back at some of the journals, some of the stuff I've, I've done and I completed, but some of the ideas I'm like, you know, you think it's a new idea and you're like, oh, this is not a new idea. I thought about this two years ago. And but it's now like, it's like yes, it. now you can do it. Two years ago when you had that, when, just because you have the idea doesn't mean that that's the timing for it. No. And I think that's where a lot of us get lost that we just, we launch, we launch, we launch, we launch. And it's like, you're doing too <laughs> What are you doing? Now, now we don't know what you're doing. So I, I love the fact that you said that because it's so true. So those of you who are listening, you're just like, man, where do I start? She just gave you some amazing tips on where to start, on what to do and how to do it, because it's going to help you along the, along the, the journey in the process of beginning to walk in purpose and do the thing that God has called you to do. So that is, that is so amazing. I love the fact that you said that. So where can our listeners get in touch with you? Give us your social media, your website, what you're working on. Yes. Out there. <laughs> okay. So you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Jana B Speaks. And that's J-A-N-N-A, Jana B Speaks. Um, my website is JanaB.com. Right now, people can actually go on my website. And I'm, currently, I'm doing one-on-one -on -one sessions, strategy sessions with people so they can book a strategy session. Uh, but I am also in the works, which I'm really, really excited about, of creating uh, my first online course for creative entrepreneurs. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you. So I'm really excited about, you know, setting that up. I'm doing focus groups currently to see what it is that they really need, um, not just for the course, but how to just serve them in general um, yeah. better so they can, so they could birth that vision, you know, get those, get that strategy to those ideas and make profit from it yeah. and impact, you know? So I'm excited because, you know, with the, as being a creative, you're also a visionary to your yes. point. It's like, that means it got to come down. No, the father gave you foresight and yes. insight Absolutely. for what was to come. So tuck that away. Let's get focused. And I don't just give you strategy. So I'm a, like I said, I'm a teacher. So the, 
you know, I'm going to teach you the how. I'm going to teach you what and the how. So that way there are no questions of what you need to do. And you walk away with that clear plan of like, okay, this is what I'm doing now. And for those that I work with beyond that, you know, it's the motivation of it too. So holding you accountable. Well, listeners, if you're in that phase where you need that help and you need someone that's going to push you, someone that's going to motivate you, encourage you, but make sure you get that accountability that you need to keep going you know where to go. <laughs> you know you know who to contact. You know what to do and how to get in contact with her so that you are, you can get on the right path and get in the right direction of becoming who God has called you to be. Well, this conversation was so amazing. Like you, you, yes. you, you might, you might drive a couple times. If you could see me out, I, I gave you the church hand with the hand up, like praise him. <laughs> Because it's so real out here. And people need to know that, yes, it's a journey. No, it's not going to be easy. But one thing I can guarantee, it's going to be so worth it. Yes. So worth it. And you just keep pushing. And I thank you, Natalie, for this opportunity to be able to get my story out and the voice. And because I just, at the end of the day, and I even start this when I do my Oasis experience, at the end of the day, removing all my titles, I finally have the answer of who I am. Yes. And I'm a servant. Yes. At the end of the day, I'm a servant and I'm here to serve those that I'm called to serve. So I appreciate you. I pray that the Father continues to enlarge your territory and what you're doing and, and the things that he is bringing forth in your life will be beyond your imagination. And, and just things that you didn't, you know, that pause was really a setup for you for what's about to come. Amen. And I just, <laughs> I just pray that, you know, that, um, that he just even this week do something for you just because of your obedience uh, and your commitment to serving those that you are called yes, to serve yes. received i receive i receive <laughs> and if you're listening <laughs> you can receive that for you too <laughs> because it is time for us queens to really just wear our crowns and really just walk in full purpose and be everything that god has called us to be so thank you all for tuning in again i will be back next week with another special guest and another amazing conversation so thank you so much for joining me and giving us your time your expertise your wisdom thank you so much and as always queens always 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 wear your crown until next week have a great day evening morning whoever whatever time it is you're listening to this or the replay (laughs) and just be blessed and goodbye